Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dope Sick. Today, instead of reading, I'm going to talk a bit about uh, the last episode about the rape scene. But before I do that, um, one of my friends, uh, he, he told me that he liked it better when I at least talked and not just read because it sounded too scripted (laughs) and I agree um so I'm gonna do both randomly um for me I feel like it's so impersonal to just read from my book and I want people to feel like you're with me like I'm talking to you, not just reading to you. Um, so, you know, when I first started this podcast, um, well, I didn't even know what a pack podcast was, <laughs> but, and I didn't know what category to put it in either because I was a bit concerned that if I put it under Christian, um, I may get a bunch of religious people who will criticize me for being, you know, so real and raw. Um, But, like, because when I had an agent and um, she kept trying to submit my manuscript to uh, Christian publishers and all of them said that my book was too real and too raw. Like, just... I don't know, too honest, I don't know, um, for them to publish, so, I don't know, um, I don't know if it's because in a couple of places in the book, I might use a curse word, um, not like I think it's necessary to use curse words, but there were just certain situations in my life, well, you know, <laughs> You know, I, I, you know, cuss like a sailor when I was using drugs. So, um, yeah, like when something really bad happened, like I didn't just go, oh gosh, darn it. That, that was really not good. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't, you know, write you know, effing this, effing that, and, you know, cuss, 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 and I don't talk like that in my life, so, um, but I did, so, you know, um, I think there's a few cuss words thrown in there, here and there, just for, like, certain really heavy situations, um, whatever, like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to please anyone, you know, all I, I really care about is pleasing and glorifying God the best I can. Um, I consider myself a 100% sold out follower of Jesus and my, my life belongs to him. Um, so, you know, uh, I mean, the way I look at it is the religious Pharisees are the ones who got Jesus killed. So I'm not really concerned about pleasing them. <laughs> Um, I want to be led by the Holy Spirit and I really pray that, that 
the whole, that the Lord speaks through me, you know, um, through this podcast. So, um, this whole thing doing this is somewhat therapeutic for me. So even if hardly anybody listens to it, you know, I'm getting something out of it, but I'm so picky though. Um, man, uh, if, uh, yeah, I, I don't even listen to, um, any of them, maybe a couple minutes, but yeah, I'm so picky and I, I don't, I think that I'd end up like, uh, deleting every single one if I listen to them. So, so I, I, I don't listen, but um, I deleted the the first 40, 48, I think it was, a, a minute episode, um, introduction, life of a uh, recovering heroin addict, and because I thought it was too long, and I thought it was kind of ghetto, I mean, just me... Like, I don't know. I didn't even listen to the whole thing, but me babbling and then reading and then, um, yeah, I just, and then plus I was, I started reading from the edited version, which I really, I think, I don't know. I, I cut out quite, uh, not a lot, but I, I cut some stuff out that, um, I didn't, uh, uh, cut out in my that I had in my original manuscript. So, um, I really appreciate anyone who's, uh, taken the time to listen to any of this podcast. Um, I really hope that we can grow together, uh, as I learn more and more how to do this. Um, you know, here and there trying, um, but I left off in uh, reading the book um, in both the uh, introduction, uh, Life of a Recovering Heroin Addict, and I, oh, I, cha- I changed the title to just Life of a Recurring, uh, Recovering Heroin Addict. So, um, so if you want to listen to the whole long, you know, um, one big long episode of everything that I've cut in pieces um, with the short episodes in one shot, you can do that. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I left off when Richard raped me in the book, um, in both the long version and short. And when I first wrote the the rape scene, I was so disconnected and really calloused. Um, it was like it was like I was talking about somebody else, something that happened to someone else besides me. And I think that's kind of tr- uh, common for uh, people who have gone through a lot of trauma that, um, well, I can only speak for myself, but from other friends of mine that I know who have gone through a lot of stuff that's even way worse than me, um, 
yeah it's like we dissociate and um just i don't know how to explain it but um it's like i'm yeah talking about somebody else and it's 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 like a coping mechanism or a defense mechanism i'm not sure but where i just can separate myself from my emotions so yeah um i let a really good friend of mine read uh that rape scene this was about 10 years ago and she was <laughs> she didn't know that i had been raped before and she was just like you know oh my gosh and but she was more shocked that i had such a lack of emotion you know when i wrote and she was like oh my gosh that was such a tragic event you know and you're just talking about it like oh yeah i got raped this you know one of my boyfriends he took me in the car and he and yeah he raped me and i hate his freaking guts and <laughs> um you know, I don't think I said that in the book, but, you know, I just was very matter-of-fact, and that was it, and she was like, you need to rewrite that, and feel your emotions, the things that you were going through, and thinking while this was happening, if you're going to write it in a book, you need to, you know, let people know, like, what was going on in your mind and thankfully I had um I had recently began a writing class and um so that really helped me a lot I used the rape scene for a class and to um you know get in touch with the five senses and just kind of you know it was actually very therapeutic um and I probably rewrote the rape scene at least five to ten times, probably more. Um, and for the first time, I really allowed myself to feel what I was going through back then. And whoo, I was so angry. I cursed, I cried. Um, actually for days I was really I mean I tried to write it over and I was just so mad and I you know I just let myself feel and I was writing very hateful things you know (laughs) um uh, toward Richard and I wrote and wrote and wrote and I prayed and I asked God to help me because I I didn't want to reflect bitterness and animosity and hatred and toward uh, Richard. I wanted to be able to write, write objectively, and you know, because I've I've read other people's. Um, I've read a couple of, well, quite a few. Um, uh, memoirs, and I, I remember reading this one, 
well, I won't say who it was, but this female, she was writing, and you could just sense through her whole book that she was, like, pissed at the world, <laughs> and she would talk about certain people in her book, and it was just so awful because she would, I mean, just really, like, the, just some of the things she would say were just really mean and hurtful and it was kind of like I got the idea like she wanted you know because she became famous but it was kind of like it seemed like she wanted her enemies to read her book and so she could you know so her enemies could see what she really thought about them like that's just what I sense and I never want to come off like that um I've completely forgiven Richard which you know that's not his real name but I've completely forgiven him like I know that you know he went through his own stuff whatever you know um and you know at first I used to blame myself like if I didn't smoke weed I shouldn't have gotten high I sh you know and but no I mean it is what it is and it was wrong but basically I don't want to carry that burden I don't want to to carry that you know it, forgiveness I realize that forgiveness is a choice and it's not a feeling we don't have to quote unquote feel like forgiving someone who hurt us um man if I waited for that to happen it would never happen <laughs> um and forgiving someone doesn't mean that what they did to you was okay um so yeah um I heard somebody say, you know, uh, bitterness is like eating poison, hoping the other person to die. And it's so true. You know, half the time we're angry at somebody, they don't even know or care. And we're the one who's in a prison, just angry and, you know, uh, it's like your mind is obsessed and all you can think about is the person who hurt you and and yeah it, it sucks <laughs> um so yeah i just wanted to to make that clear that you know i, re I really did forgive him and for my own healing and um yeah it's it's for myself, for health, healthy reasons, and just, well, and because Jesus said that if we want to be forgiven, we must forgive, so that's really the main reason, is uh, <laughs> I want to be forgiven, I don't want to hold animosity or, or anger, bitterness toward anybody. So, 
uh, I think this is about 15 minutes and so I am going to stop here and I am going to republish the um, the 48 minute uh, episode so if you want to listen to that you can and let's see if I have time I will read another section from my book Thank you, and God bless you. Have a good night. Or day.